0: All right, 3 o'clock hour here on Hawkman & Crowder on a uh, busy Thursday. Boca Raton Bowl tonight here in Boca. Panthers in Sunrise. Thursday night football on your uh, Barnes & Noble Nook. Whenever, whoever makes a Nook. And uh, what else is tonight? Cane Hurricane tooths. basketball. Yeah. On 790 a.m. Crowder is with us from New York today where they're shooting an episode of the pivot and he's shooting that episode right now and we can actually see him on our video feed because he's in a hotel he was doing the show uh, from that hotel today and can you tell who they're sitting with I I think that's Fred Taylor right with the...
1: the green the green shirt there is Ryan Clark.
0: No, no, no. I'm talking about the the red. It looks like like a red vest, maybe, oh, or something. Yeah. yeah. That's Fred, because I can see a hat.
1: Yeah. I can see a hat. Yeah, anytime it's like a straight bill on the hat, yep. it's a good, uh, good chance it's Fred so, Taylor.
0: Crowder is with us today, but they are shooting something right now. We're actually monitoring it as we do the show. A um, couple of things to note. The Visit Lauderdale Food and Wine Festival is coming to Las Olas Oceanside Park the week of January 8th. We have a chance for you to win a pair of tickets every day this week to the Grand Tasting on January 13th. And uh, you'll see 50 restaurants and live music and cooking demonstrations. If you want to purchase tickets, you can do so at vlfoodwine.com. Must be 21 or over to win or to purchase tickets. But we are giving away a pair of tickets to that every day this week, and uh, we have not done so yet. So we will do do a pair sometime before 6 o'clock today. Um, let's get headlines. We do have a loaded potato today. Joe Zagaki is going to join us. Doug Plagans is going to join us from the Amaranth Bank Arena. I know Solana wanted to talk a little bit about the heat game last night. And so let's do some headlines here with Alejandro Solana. you are driven. Because Tyler Hero is back, 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 back.
1: It's not just back. He's back, back. These headlines are driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store, Palmetto Ford? Uh, we know trucks. mister Three O Five. Dolly. fair Dale.
0: Dale. Dale. God bless. Dale. Dale. Thank you, Jimmy.
2: You're welcome. And Tua, I'll run through a mother-effing wall for you, brother.
0: <laughs> wow. Hulk Hogan All right. made an appearance there. Yeah, brother. Hulk Hogan got baptized yesterday. Did you see that on uh, social media? Hulk Hogan was baptized. He says he has committed his life 100% to Jesus Christ. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I know. I have the same reaction. Okay. Okay, Hulk. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah, Okay. There's certain guys, right? Like, once you've gone too far, don't. Like, now that you're, you're inching towards the latter stages of your life you want to turn right. to god and you want to his be like oh i had a revelation. And
0: I listen I'm thrilled for anyone who gets baptized and and uh discovers religion and whatever. I'm I you know your choice is your choice. Uh his tweet was total surrender and dedication to Jesus is the greatest day of my life. No worries, no hate, no judgment, only love and there's video of him being baptized. Good for him. Good for him. Way to go Hulkster. Rooting for you brother.
1: <laughs> so the heat hawk they beat the magic yesterday jimmy butler and kevin love decide either a that they're hurt or sick in kevin love's case or b they missed the bright line so they weren't up in orlando tyler mm. hero tyler mother bleeping hero man was that fun last night i mean this guy hawk is back back
0: so i had a uh a three-way parlay last night. I'm having a, a rough go of it. I went over three on my parlay. I had Jaime Jaquez Jr. over 13 and a half points. I had uh, Bam Adebayo to have a double double. A very uh, like slow game. He ended up. I mean, obviously went double uh, digits on points. Never got there on boards. And then I had Franz Wagner over <laughs> 19 and a half points, and that didn't come in either. So. Nothing that I thought was going to happen in the Heat game happened. I actually didn't think Tyler was going to ball out for a while. It was the same thing why I didn't bet the Ja Morant over the other night. When you talked me into betting Zion Williamson uh-huh. instead of Ja, you know, that he would need a little time. Yeah, Guy puts up 30-plus and the game winner.
1: Mm. I mm. did apologize to you yesterday. You weren't here, Hawk, but I did I apologize not. to you uh, because I admitted that was perhaps – and I, I'm I'm good for a bad bet Every day, pretty much. Every time. But that may have
0: been the worst gambling advice ever given on this show. I mean, Zion, first of all, they pulled him one minute into the game because his head wasn't right. And then he he's really, I mean, you want to talk about bad sports radio takes. My take on Zion being a league MVP one day, like <laughs> it's really difficult to watch him. Half the time, he doesn't use his size. Because I was watching him the other night because – My son is home from college, so we were just watching because Ja versus Zion's a cool game to watch. And uh, I had money on the Zion over, and I'm I'm watching him, and it's like, man, now there are times when he does use his size, and he's an unstoppable force, but there's other times he's just an observer out there.
1: Very weird. So you you saw the story today that the latter part of his contract, the final three years of his deal, are no longer guaranteed. They found some sort of clause reportedly – since he only played 29 games last year, they don't have to guarantee the last three years of his deal. Hawk, this has Zion getting traded written all over it.
0: Yeah, I wonder. I wonder what the play is. So, if you're New Orleans, you gotta you you gotta kind of move on from him, right? If you can, but you can't give him up for peanuts, right? So, with, but that's literally what he wants in his contract: peanuts. So it's a very difficult situation. No, like, I I don't know what you do if you're New Orleans because I I I don't know they're they're going to be in a bind. This because is, who's going to give up what for him? This is the Damian Lillard
1: situation. I'm not comparing uh, Zion to Dame, but Dame, top ten NBA player, there's no doubt about it. But nobody wanted to mortgage their future for a guy who's going to be making three hundred and fifty million dollars. At 35 years old. And in Zion's case, nobody wants to mortgage their future on a guy who likes to eat and hasn't proven he can stay healthy. But what it's it's going to take is, you know, two first round, three first round, maybe four first round picks and a, 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 a star. Is it, though?
0: Yeah. Is it, though? There's no way that that's the market for him. The reason that that's the market for Rudy Gobert or who else got multiple first Donovan round picks. Donovan Mitchell. Recently. Donovan Mitchell they're active they produce their numbers would dictate that this guy doesn't play yeah but he's 23 years old he was the number one overall
1: pick and when he does play he usually is pretty good he's yeah I mean we do this right where we get stuck in the moment he had a bad game the other night he's kind of the butt of the joke because John Morant comes back and poops all over his parade and has the game of of you know of the season thus far and now we're all like oh Zion sucks. He can't stay on the court, blah blah blah. He's actually having a pretty decent season. He really is. Like it it's not it's not MVP caliber and it's not that's, All-Star that's caliber. That's what he should but. be though.
0: That's what he should be. For his size and what he did in college, like he can't just have a good season. He's number 1 overall pick over Ja Morant. Like you can't just have a good season.
1: Well, enough about this uh this Zion. Bro, Tyler Hero is back. Back. Hawk Last night was fun. Love it. Maybe the best Heat game of the season. Their most impressive win of the season. Without Jimmy, without Kevin Love, and the Heat go into Orlando. Final six minutes and 30 seconds of the second quarter. They go 12 of 12 from the field. Didn't miss a shot and blew out Orlando right there and then. It was done after that. Yep. Yep. So the Heat host the Hawks tomorrow, 8 p.m. Really love – An 8 p.m.er on a Friday night against Atlanta. Really, really looking forward to that. You know what I'm looking forward to more? Gives people a chance to get there. Uh Gives people a chance to get there. Yeah, when everybody's off for the holiday. You know what I love more than an 8 p.m.er on a Friday, two days before Christmas, Hawk? An 8 p.m. game on Christmas night.
0: (laughs) I mean, before you were doing pregame and postgame, you were all about, oh, it's disrespectful if the Heat don't play on Christmas. Now all of a sudden you work for the broadcast, uh-huh. not so fun anymore, is it?
1: Well, and I got to be there till two in the morning on Christmas night. Not exactly uh, thrilled about it, but Wah. you know what's even more fun than that? Five straight on the West Coast that all tip off at ten thirty. I'm really looking forward to that too.
0: Tommy Tide can't just handle the uh, the post game. I mean, what's he got going on? <laughs>
1: 7 p.m. tonight. Panthers, Blues. You can hear it on 560 WQAM. The Cats, who were out in the West Coast for, what, four, four straight? They're back at home yeah, tonight. I think, five. I think they were five on the road. Yeah. Canes Hoops play Stonehill, which you found out is from Massachusetts mm. in the last segment. Uh Rams Saints, Thursday night football tonight. All right, let's get to Dolphins news. Tyreek Hill back at practice today. That's good news.
0: Good news, so, of course.
1: Good yep. news. Xavier Howard. Says he's good to go for Sunday versus yeah. the Cowboys. That's good news. Hard Rock Stadium, by the way, regarding that game on Christmas Eve, Hard Rock Stadium tweeted out that all their stadium parking for Sunday versus Cowboys is officially sold out. So if you were planning on just driving there, because you could do that, Hawk. You could drive, park in the yellow catch lots, and there's a bunch of them all around the, uh, the stadium on University Drive or wherever. All those are sold out. So you can't do that. So if you don't have a physical paid for parking pass, you're not going to be able to find parking on Sunday.
0: Right. So you know what you do? You maybe take Bright Line to the Aventura state uh station right. and then you Uber over. You just shoot down Ives Dairy and uh you're there. Take what? Eight, nine hours you're there. Yeah. No Ives Dairy doesn't get backed up at all no. during the holidays. <laughs> oh, University Holy Drive mackerel. will be will be. No, what is it? Sailing. It's a Sunday 4, 425 game? Yeah, 425 Sunday. Now, honestly, if if you don't have a parking pass, you drive somewhere close. Right. Like the Aventura Mall where there's a lot of parking and then you Uber from there. Yeah. Aventura Mall is really not that uh, not that far from the stadium.
1: No, no, it's not. Yeah, so if you get to Aventura Mall, I'd say Saturday
0: at like 5 a.m. and then you hop in an Uber... You'll probably you'll probably get there by halftime. That is that's not true at all. If you get to Aventura Mall, first of all you can go there, you can have lunch, yeah, you know, have a, do a little shopping. They redid but, that food court, right, at Aventura Mall. Fantastic. I haven't been yeah. in,
1: in probably yeah. a decade.
0: Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Um But you, you can get if you got to Aventura Mall at three o'clock and you grab an Uber, you'll be at the stadium in time for kickoff. No shot. four twenty five. No Absolutely. shot. Absolutely. From all you're doing is going west on Ives Dairy. Pop, That's it. Gridlock,
1: gridlock. I'm telling you, no
0: shot. But it's it's west on Ives Dairy. That's it. Right, right.
1: And it's yeah. It's south. It's not gonna U- take you an hour and a half. South on University Drive, off the turnpike. You get you get off the turnpike, north, and all you have to do is go. It's like three stoplights. It's like three blocks, really. It's all it is. It'll take you a good hour. A good hour, an hour before kickoff. I'm telling you, be smart, Dolphins fans. Don't listen All right, to so Go to Avenger Mall. I get go to, to
0: Avenger Mall I, at, I, at 2 these- o'clock. 2 o'clock, take an Uber. Here's the problem is when you get out of the game, getting back to Avenger Mall, you're that's going to be the issue. You're done. Yeah, you're going to just walk down Ives Dairy.
1: No, you're going to be at the stadium until the 27th, yeah. hoping for yeah. an Uber. <laughs> it's funny because, like, how many Dolphin? You've been to one Dolphins game, a preseason game this season. I went to every Dolphins home game for the past five
0: years. Like, yeah, but I just know where, I know where the stadium is compared to where the mall is. I'm not certain you know where Aventura Mall is. Okay. You said you haven't been there in a decade. I I, I haven't. I haven't, but I know where Aventura Mall is. You think it's mall on Bird is. Road? You think it's on Bird Road? Are you
1: confusing it with Dayland Mall? It's in Hollywood. I, I was there a couple weeks ago. Dolphins, uh, yesterday they announced they, or I guess they didn't announce. It was reported they hosted an Indomicon suit on a free agent visit, perhaps a little –
0: Sioux Reunion? A sea union A so union Is uh, somebody texts in that your car will be towed when you get back to it that night. So you cannot park at Aventura <laughs> Mall if you're not shopping there? Like, will, will your car get towed? No,
1: good advice, Hawk. Seriously, everybody listen to Hawk's advice. Go park at Aventura Mall at 3 no, p.m. Get there 3 p.m. Gulfstream
0: Park. Park at Gulfstream Park. You shoot down west on Hallandale Beach Boulevard. You're right there.
1: Everybody get to Gulfstream at 3:30. You trust me, you'll make it by
0: kickoff. I didn't trust 3:30. Hawk, trust Hawk. I'm just telling you, if you don't have a parking base, you've got to do something, right? So you get you have a few options. Park at Hard Rock Casino. Go mm-hmm. to the Hard Rock Casino, park there, take an Uber. Yeah. They shoot down uh, State Road 7. It, you
1: know, it happens to be phenomenal advice by you. Drive to the mall on Christmas Eve. No, seriously, I mean, this keeps getting better and better. It happens to be just unbelievable advice by you. Everybody, here's what you want to do. You want to get there by kickoff. Drive to, for the, the the most anticipated Dolphins game no, fair, of all time. Criticism. Drive no, to the mall. A fair, that's a
0: fair criticism. Uh-huh, and park park at Aventura Mall. Drive to Aventura Mall. Get this there at 3. In South Florida, by the way. <laughs> park in Sawgrass. This is what you do. You drive to Sawgrass. <laughs> Park right by brainsmark <laughs> Just keep circling. You'll find a spot. <laughs> you run inside. You go to Churromania. You get yourself a little pack of churros. You grab an Uber. You're at the stadium before you know it.
1: <laughs> you know what you do? You find somebody with a parking pass. You throw them a 20 or a 30. And you say, hey, let me get a seat with you because I got to get to the game. That's what you do. Um, and then I love this story. Dolphins punter Jake Bailey. So he was recently engaged. He posted it on social media his fiance's first name is Bailey. Correct. So David Firon has tweeted out that Jake Bailey announced they're working out if she is going to end up taking his last name because that would make her Bailey Bailey. Of course. Why wouldn't you? I happen to know somebody whose name is George. George. He listens to this show. <laughs> it's spelled G E O R G E and the last name is J O R G E. George George. Bailey I love it. Bailey. And another uh note here regarding the AFCs, the Bills plays defensive tackle Jordan Phillips, former Dolphin on the wow. IR. So he's out for week 18's game between the Dolphins and the bills. All right. Your weather from the DeMesman and Dover law firm. Call them 866-954-MORE. Youraccidentattorneys.com. Free conversa- uh, free consultations 24-7 at eight six six nine five four. 954
0: Zach Grant's pointing out, did you say throw him a 30? <laughs> like, like that's a denomination. Throw him a 30. About 30, man. Did you say throw him a 30? <laughs> Listen, I could say
1: whatever the hell I want. It's still not going to be dumber than, hey, drive to the mall. <laughs> Drive to the most busy mall <laughs> that is Christmas tr- Eve. That is
3: true. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, is true. that might be the worst advice I've ever given. <laughs> Drive to the mall.
1: You're like, hey, get there around 3, uh, order an Uber. You'll be there by 4. No problem. Yeah. West on Ives Dairy. Okay. All right. Partly cloudy tonight. The lows, they'll drop into the mid-60s. That's your weather. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that was bad. Uh, You thought Anthony Edwards Edwards gave bad advice? (laughs) Wait till you hear where (laughs) I tell you to go far. All right, Joe Zagaki is going to join us in the next segment. You're listening to the Hawk and Crowder Show.
3: If y'all send me another Wordle score, I'm going to punch you in the face. Hawk and Crowder.
0: All right, Joe Zygacki's on the Toyota of Hollywood hotline. Shop hundreds of Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. Joe Z, voice of the University of Miami, he will be on the call tonight from the Watsco Center, Canes and Stonehill. Little holiday season hoops in Coral Gables. Game tips off at 8 p.m. You can listen to it on 790 a.m. And Joe, what is a Stonehill?
2: Yeah, you know, that's a good question, Hawk. It's um sounds like something from England to me. Stone Hill, Stonehenge, something like that. But uh they're a basketball team that was division I think they were division three and made the leap to oh, division I. one. Yeah, so it's a big uh big jump for them. One of those teams that's playing a lot of the division one teams and uh for the University of Miami, uh kind of a, a way to finish off this part of the nine conference one more non-conference after this, North Florida, before they go back in and play Clemson. So probably for Coach L, a uh, chance to work on a lot of different things tonight and play a lot of young players that uh, really need to play. His bench really needs to uh, start picking things up uh, once Miami hits conference play.
0: I was looking to see if there's a line on tonight's game on the Hard Rock app, and I do not see one. I'm not necessarily yeah. certain that there could be a line big enough for what you just described.
2: Yeah, they're, uh, uh, I saw them while I did the women's game last night, so I saw them walk through the hallway. You know, nice young men, big group of kids. Like, look like my JCC team? Um, maybe. maybe yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll make sure you listen tonight on 790 AM. It's going to be a barn burner.
2: Yeah, um, just listening <laughs> Joe, to make sure to find out all the information I have in my back pocket.
0: So how did uh, how the Canes do on National Signing Day yesterday, in your opinion? I, I, this stuff is so different nowadays, and, and you can probably attest to this, but National Signing Day, to me, feels so different because you're, you're not really certain that you're going to see these kids grow up wearing your uniform. In fact, I'm kind of certain that you're not. Because everyone changes teams with the transfer portal now, so uh what what did you uh what did you observe yesterday? what were your takeaways?
2: well, i mean uh, you know on paper uh if they all stay, they put together a heck of a class, great group of running backs, a couple of really good um, running backs that I think can um one, one of the things they need um from the running back position, Mark Fletcher is going to be a great player uh his longest run this year was fifty five yards fifty four yards and they ruled them out of bounds at the one-yard line. But they don't have enough breakaway players in the backfield. Maybe Chris Johnson will be that guy. I don't know. Maybe A.J. Allen. But uh, against Florida State, they had some gaping holes. They probably could have scored three touchdowns if they had a back with with better speed, and I think they got that. Uh, They definitely improved themselves uh, in the defensive line. And, again, Mario Cristobal has been big on uh, improving the trenches. They did that last year with the offensive line continued to do that. This year, uh, got some massive players on the offensive line and defensive line, probably the best defensive line group by recruiting standards that they've had in, I don't know, 25 years. And then a couple of playmakers, a wide receiver, and one quarterback. All that being said, Hawk, back to what you said, everybody today is a flight risk. So um, I think the toughest thing that Uh, any team has right now and one of the things that miami had and people always go back to you know that 2000 team 2001 well those guys grew up together they lost in 98 they started to win in 99 some of them lost in 97 they became champions in 2001 they built a culture they created their culture they created a standard i think it's really hard to do that in today's college football to have a player have the players create the culture and standard because, as I said, they're off-flight risk.
0: Jimmy has found out Canes are a 29-and-a-half point favorite tonight, by the way. Wow.
2: How about that? Mm. Big spread.
0: Uh, and, and I'll get back to uh, the Canes in a second, but you mentioned Florida State, and I think everyone saw FSU called a Board of Trustees meeting today to discuss their someday departure from the ACC. So what's the domino effect if that happened, because it's going to
2: happen. I I still, I'm, I'm, I want to see how they get out. You know, they're all in, they're all stuck right now. I don't know how they get, how they're getting out what the lawyers have found that is going to allow them an exit route. Should they get out? I would imagine the dominoes would be uh, Clemson. Surprisingly, because I think the ACC has catered to the North Carolina schools, but I think North Carolina is uh, right for the taking. And I think Miami is a player also. I, you know, I don't speak for the school on that one, but uh, I would think the, you know, the Miami brand is, is still very strong. And this is a TV show. This is all about uh, the TV networks. And Miami is a very, very attractive, I think a very attractive program to the TV network. So I think Miami would be in play. I think
0: Miami is a more attractive brand than FSU. Am I wrong there? Am I just being a homer?
2: Uh, well, I'm not going to disagree with you. I think that Miami is probably, um, I, you know, you, I know what the, uh, what the one side is going to say, ah, they haven't won, they didn't do anything in the right. ACC, right, blah, 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 blah. But what made Miami was from the 80s and the 90s and early 2000s, what made them wasn't only their winning and how they won and the personality they played with, it's where they where and who they played. They played across the country. They played everywhere. They still play everywhere. And, you know, Florida State took on challenging schedules. But I think that Miami brand, going to Notre Dame, going to Michigan, going to Michigan State, going to Washington, going to Oklahoma, going to Nebraska, going to Texas, they've been everywhere. And, and because of that, that allowed them to, to uh, create this great brand along with the winning that they did. And they were either, as we still know today, they're either loved or hated. And college football is better when Miami is good. We all know that. But I do think they have, uh, when it comes to football, I would say, you know, one of the strongest brands in that league, if not the strongest. And that would include Clemson.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I don't think I'm being a homer there. And, again, recent uh, memory. Obviously, FSU this season is tops. But I'm just saying as a brand. um, the, The bowl game. So, I said, you know, signing day feels a little bit different. Bowl season for non-playoff bowl games is a completely different animal nowadays, right? Because you don't even yeah, think, like. Do Canes fans even know what we're going to see next week in the Pinstripe Bowl?
2: No, it's it's going to be Christmas <laughs> Day. We're going to open up a open up the presents and see what happens. And I'm kind of sort. I'm kind of sorting through that myself, trying to prepare for it. And so my thoughts on these bowl games is either. Some of them have to go to the beginning of the season and become a kickoff classic. Some of them probably have to go away. I know the bowl people don't want to say that or hear that. Or the last way to save them is uh, the conference is going to have to pay the players. You know, give them a winning share. If you win, each player gets X amount. If you lose, X player gets a certain amount. Maybe that preserves some of the guys playing. But uh, this this is very hard. Uh, the example, I mean, the coaches leave. Coaches are bailing out before a bowl game. So, well, what are the players going to do? Of course, they're going to bail out. Uh, so, you do get a little peek into uh, some of the players for next year. But you know, it just becomes a really small sample size. If Dakari Brown has a great game, then what? If he has a bad game, then what? What conclusion are you going to draw from from one game? So, uh, I think it's uh, these bowl games are probably in a little bit of trouble. In this game, I would say, uh, as much as this pains me, I'm not saying that Rutgers is the favorite team. They're probably the more stable team. I think they've only had two defections or three defections from their team. Miami's had, obviously, much more than that.
0: Yeah, it's uh, just a different vibe when it comes yeah. to the bowl games. And it just I'm not saying that it's better. I mean, it is worse, but I'm not saying I blame anyone. There was kind of this shift going on for years where it was like, you know, and they were real marquee players. Will this guy sit out because he's going to the draft and there's not much to play for? But now it just seems like, you know, you have no idea what's going to happen when well, it comes to the bowl are, games,
2: and, and, and I don't blame them. These are, the, again, these are, this is reality TV. Uh, people want to know why are there so many bowl games. Well, because people watch them on television. I don't know if they go to them. I'm not sure what our crowd's going to be at Yankee Stadium. I think Rutgers is going to bring, bring a pretty good substantial amount Again, Miami's a a very good attraction. But these games are for ESPN, and they fill the holiday airtime, so people watch them. uh, But next year, at this time, you're going to have, what, four, eight teams uh, playing in a bowl game, playing in a playoff. The first eight are going to play, right? Four get a bye, so the first round of the playoffs will be either just happened or, you know, this time of the year, Uh, a year from now on college campuses. That's going to attract a lot of attention, and it's just going to completely overwhelm some of these bowl games. And, you know, how these players respond in the bowl games this year, I don't know. I think if you um, have some enthusiastic practices, maybe after the first couple practices, if there's enthusiasm, that might carry over. And I think, uh, you know, the reports from Miami are that their practices have been pretty good so far. But um, they're minus a lot of guys.
0: Crowder has uh, signed on. Did you Did you
3: finish your episode of the Pivot? Yeah, yeah. We had to break it down in two, and then we went to talking and talking about parenting and all kind of crazy stuff. Joe, want to share it.
0: with us who it is? I told Joe it was a comedian, yeah. but if you don't want to share it yet, I understand. So.
3: Funny Marco, an internet guy. Oh, I don't. I don't know. Um, yeah. Well, now and, every time we talk to a comedian, I ask them, "Can I open for him?" Because I want to get more checks. How'd that go? He 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 didn't even take my number. He kind of hurt my feelings. <laughs> I, you know favorite? how you pull your phone out and you pull who's, your phone out and look at people. You're and ready, ready just, to go and yeah, and there's just, just wait nothing for there. Them, yeah, rattle off who's, their number.
0: Who's your favorite comedian, Joe?
2: Oh my God! Now you're gonna put me on the spot. My favorite comedian. Uh, who's the guy that does the? Uh, is it Sebastian? What's his last Sebastian name? Sebastian Maniscalco. Yeah, I guess he's pretty good, right?
3: He's
0: great.
2: I love him. Yeah. He's pretty funny.
3: Yeah. So what about like what about Richard Pryor and Red Fox and the guys back from your day? I was talking about current,
0: but go oh,
2: ahead. Who's your all time favorite like, comedian yeah, Old days you had, you know, Rodney Dangerfield and uh, um, uh Buddy Hackett. Yeah. But what 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 was the I'm just—I'm drawing a blank. The Don Rickles. Now, what well, if Don Rickles was around today? What would happen? Yeah, it would probably be canceled. Probably canceled. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. All I'm not them.
2: saying it's one of my favorites. I was—I was—you know—I was probably ten years old when Don Rickles was, uh, you know, making his tour. So.
3: I—I I got a question. I, I was yeah, glad. Yeah, I was glad, Joe, because I got it on the end of your—you know—thing talking about the bowl games and how you're missing a lot of players. So Like, this transfer portal thing and all that stuff, do you hate what's going on right now? Because it's not just going to the league anymore. Now it's transfer portal. Now it's guys getting their feelings hurt. Like, do you hate the new age of athletes or the new age of football right now in college?
2: Well, Channing, I don't know if I used the word hate, but I'm not in love with it uh, for a <laughs> lot of reasons. I, I think they've – this. Um, I knew college football was going to change, but I think we barely recognize a lot of it. And um, I I think right now the number is 15% of rosters are made up of transfer portal guys. And I heard today that in about three years that number could could be 50%. So my question is what happens to the guys that don't get out of the portal? What happens to the high school kids that never get onto a team? And as I mentioned the Hawk before, I always thought – Uh, the beauty of Miami's championship teams, especially the 2001 team and that, you know, the 2000 team, the one team, the 2 team, that generation, those guys came in and built the program. Those guys came in, they lost. They didn't win right away. They learned how to win. They set a culture and a standard. And I don't know that you're going to have that anymore. How do you, how do you have players setting any kind of culture? And everybody uses that now, but How how do you have that? How do you set an identity for your program when everybody's in and out in one year? It was bad enough enough for Miami with guys leaving after three years. I I think that's been one of the major downfalls of the program over the last 15 to 20 years. Nobody's staying. All these kids, midway through their junior year, they've been checking out. So um, now, I guess maybe they want to check out after a bad game or after they get benched or whatever. I don't know how you build your, your backbone for a team. That's, I think that's going to be a really tough challenge for a coaching staff. Now, maybe Alabama and Georgia can continue to do it by keeping their players, but they seem to be losing guys as well.
0: Yeah, I was saying to uh, Joe at the beginning of the, the segment, Crowder, it's like National Signing Day, part of the fun of it used to be, I think, You'd go, okay. Oh, these guys, like, we're going to watch them grow up with the program. I wonder what he'll be after he plays a season under Tyler Van Dyke and then plays a season under JaCurry Brown. And then it's his turn. Like, and you know that the kids that you sign for national signing day, you know, 80% of them are not going to grow up with the team. They're just not. So it loses to me a little bit of something. Like, it's just, but it's just a different landscape. I'm not. You know, it just is what it is. You can, you can, oh, yeah, the, the changes, but it is what it is.
3: You got to deal with the changes. I was talking to a bunch of old Canes, um, the other night at the Hard Rock Thursday night when I had to, I had dinner, Joe, with John Beeson, Brian Monroe, DJ Williams, um, a couple other D linemen. I forget their name, but it was a bunch of Canes. And we were talking about it. And they were saying about the kids coming out where colleges can't have 22 scholarships anymore each year because they have to keep i open for transfer portal guys. So now you're going to get a bunch of great players out of D, you know, D two and lower tier colleges. And then also juco's because every, everybody's got to move down in class now because there's not, you know, thousands of scholarships every year because they have to save them for people to move around. So the, um I guess the transfer portal was, it sounds good. We understand it, but the reaction to the action of the transfer portal is going to change college football forever and just move down the line where you might get a guy from a Juco to get drafted one damn day. Well,
2: they're going to have to, I don't know if they can change the rules. They got to come up with a better set of rules because uh, not only is it the transfer portal and guys leaving, which also is giving an avenue to um, look, any fan base, they're, they're all passionate. Any one of those fan bases can run players out now, right? You know, Oh my God, the running back, he fumbled three times in a row. That guy's got to get out of here. Well, that kid, that kid's going to not come back and try to fight through it. He's probably going to, you know, pack his bags and, and try to find someplace else. And now uh, we've got NIL in there, and here's what happens. When a kid decides that he's not going to a program, he's been recruited by Program X and committed to Program X. And then, of course, late in the game, he flips the Program Y. Well, then it's, uh, well, he left us. He flipped because... Of the bag, it's money, and so now you're indicting a kid in a, in a university on some of these switches. The the simple answer is they took money. Now maybe that is the answer. I don't know, but um, uh, I just think this is uh, going down a, a path that's going to be once they play the games, nobody probably remembers any of this stuff. But in the off season here, it's um, I think it's a lot to uh, a lot to absorb. And I think a lot of people are going to be left out. And um, it's going to, it's going to, there's going to be a lot of credibility issues also. A lot of people are going to be defending their turf uh, because the easy answer is going to be, well, we lost Channing Crowder because he went to another program and, you know, they paid him more than, than here or whatever. I, I just think that that's, and uh, you're going to build your program simply on that. Uh, that's probably not good either. Well, you know what they say, Joe. Cash rules everything around me. Yeah, well, I understand that. <laughs> Follow the yeah. money.
0: It's open for you to say dollar-dollar bill, y'all. Joe Zagaki will be on uh, the call tonight. <laughs>
2: nah. That going to be one of the lines for Don?
0: <laughs> maybe. <laughs> hey, maybe for the pinstripe bowl. Maybe we'll talk to you next week. We have a, a brief week next week. I think we're only on a couple of days. Um, Joe Zagaki will be on the call tonight, 790 a.m., canes and stonehill at the Watsco center and then joe will be on the call obviously next week pinstripe bowl in new york safe travels up there merry christmas joe and have a good broadcast tonight
2: all right thank you merry christmas fellas and have a great new year as well thank you so much
3: you're listening to the hawk and crowder show
2: go suck an egg
3: and crowder
0: baseball is back